At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VEASAN's Primetime Action live from the South Point Thursday night. That means Thursday night football, and man, is that parking lot jammed with Cowboys. That's a whole other thing. Uh, we have football tonight. Vikings and the Steelers. We look forward to that. We have Prop Watch. We have Adam Levitan from Establish the Run talking props with us as well. But first... Some puck drops to start the evening. Yeah, three and a half across the board right now on the Vikings. Uh, 44 and a half to 45, your total in that one. That was three yesterday. So uh, Vikings taking some money over the course of today. Just three games in the NBA. No late tips. So East Coast basketball fans rejoice. You do not have to wait up. That's right. Only three tips and none of them are late. Kelly uh, says boo. Kelly boo. says boo. Kelly goes home and he's going to have to, you're going to have to do some work. I, I know. I'm going to like entertain myself, like yeah. exercise what are you maybe. Do? Yeah, there you go. I mean, seriously, all this stuff. Um, Jazz and the Sixers, that is 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Jazz are two and a half to three point. Favorites, 215 and a half to 216. The total there, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Lakers and the Grizzlies. The Lakers are 3.5 to 4-point favorites. Uh, 4.5 actually just popped at DraftKings. So there you go. So anywhere from 3.5 to 4.5 out there. Be sure and shop around. 222, 222.5 the total. And then 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, the Nuggets and the Spurs. The Spurs are 2-2.5 two to two and a half point home favorites. 216.5, 217 the total. We do at least have several ice soccer games that are starting right now. We got the Lightning and the Leafs, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Lightning, plus 115. Leafs, minus 135 home favorites. We got the Ducks and the Blue Jackets. This one's about a coin flip. If you look around, you can find both teams favored, so it's just kind of dancing around that 110 on each side there. And that one, Blackhawks and Canadians, that's 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific right now. Blackhawks are minus 135. Road favorites, plus 115 on the Canadians. Predators and Islanders is 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. This, too, almost a coin flip. Slightly, slightly, slightly favored on the Islanders there. Um, minus 115, minus 105 in that one. Red Wings and the Blues is 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Blues are minus 170 favorites at home, plus 150 on the visiting Red Wings. We got the 9 Eastern, 6, uh, six Pacific puck drop of the Hurricanes and Flames, the Flames are minus 130 home favorites, plus 110 on the Hurricanes visiting their 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, the Bruins and the Oilers. Oilers minus 125, plus 105 on the road. Bruins, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Jets and the Kraken. How are the Kraken the same price as the Jets in this thing? <laughs> minus 110 on both sides. Call shenanigans on this line. The Kraken should be underdogs. Minus 110 on both sides. Wild and the Sharks at uh, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific. Minus 145 favorites are the Wild Sharks, plus 125 home underdogs. And then 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, the Stars and the Kings. Stars, minus 130 road favorites, plus 110 on the home Kings in that one. 
People who tune in for the first time and hear that are probably like, what in the hell is this? I just want to know who Matt's favorite player is on the Jets. Because, oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, when, yeah. Because they have X player, they right. should clearly be the favorite, right, Gil? Right. Elijah Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Correct. We do not have a uh, a pre-flop side or total in this game. I, I I put a small over forty three and a half. You last night. did, yeah, a little oh. small over forty three and a half last night. Look at you now, little, Kelly. You got anything? Nothing. Just a little. Small. Nothing. Nothing for me. I'm I'm sticking to what we said last in night. Game. I got I got close in game, this baby. afternoon to pulling the trigger on Vi- a little bit Vikings minus three, but even then the juice was starting to run. It's three and a half basically everywhere now. I'm sticking to what we said last night. It, it, I might get in early. But Me if it, if I can get it in the, on the Vikings live, I I I think there's if there's a good opportunity, I will be in on that side. How about Dalvin Cook being active tonight? That was that was the one that I was just like. So the we we, we talked about all the time that these guys are superhuman, but he dislocated his shoulder eleven days ago. This dude, there's been at least three times where it looks like he looked like he had season-ending injuries, and he just pops right back up. Like I was. I was certain that it was a, okay, he's practicing. This is a best-case scenario next week type deal. Nope. He's out there. Nice. He's out there. He's out Short there. week. The problem is, too, and we'll talk a little bit about this in Prop Watch, but it's like, is there a betting angle to it? And with the shoulder, I think it makes it a little bit more difficult, Matt. You know what I mean? Like, if it was a foot injury or something, you know, I'd be right, like, like, he can't avoid contact with his shoulder. No, no, I know, but like it's it's not going to impede his running ability. It's just does he take that hit or two that 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 then sends him out of the game completely, right? We're looking and yep. it's sitting here saying he, he's officially uh, he's gotten first team reps apparently in uh, in warmups or whatever. So the the new the other bit of news here in the NFL wasn't so good for another running back. Apparently, last Thursday night on that Tony Pollard touchdown scamper. He tore his left plantar fascia versus the Saints a week ago, and he'll be a game-time decision uh, decision rather versus Washington. And, of course, in case you missed it today, Mike McCarthy did what you're not supposed to do and said the quiet out loud and said, uh, we're going to win. He did. He did say that. Also, the Pollard news would have been good to know. Before I put the bet in my account, <laughs> how is all this stuff like getting hidden in like a few days? And like all it these is things weird. like Stafford, we find out Stafford's been playing with nine injuries and we don't find out until one day before the game is about to. For real though, play. with Pollard, like seven days, how does this, how does this happen now? Right, it's not like you didn't know what like, Monday at the earliest right. or at the latest, right? That you could have said this on this past Monday. Yeah. So he's a game time decision. So Jerry Jones' dream of making Zeke Elliott fulfill that contract oh, yeah. comes to fruition. Yeah, he, and, and he's he's sitting back going, yeah, Zeke going to get all the carries. There By the way, Jerry, Jerry Jones just yaps a lot, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. So he's got something to say about everything. Uh, he seems to have been blaming passive-aggressively and sometimes not so passive-aggressively, just straight his receivers more than he, – he, he refuses to blame Dak for anything. But he's like, sometimes, you know, errant root – it's uh, it's the wide receiver. Uh, you know, if there's a missed pass, it's the wide receiver running an errant route. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not talk so much. Yeah, and, and especially at at this point where, look, your team's in a pretty good spot, yeah. pretty good position here. The last thing you want to do is 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 upset the apple cart, right? You know what I mean? Like this is. Oh boy. 
Oh, we got kids? The, no, there was like actually someone was like getting roped behind, oh. behind us right there. That was like a that was like a full on someone getting getting roped. Right, I wasn't there. kidding at the top when I said the parking lot yeah. is mayhem out yeah. here. There was there a was, child about to be lassoed. Yes, there was a child that got lassoed <laughs> yes. in, in my peripheral vision right there. So. Is that how that works? You see those kids with leashes before? You just have like yeah. you just lasso yeah, no, them but up. This was just, no, I actually saw like the twirl and then the like like the kid get lassoed. Get back here! Yeah, lasso. So. South Wild Point. times here, man. This is the final weekend of the NFR, so it's 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 getting turned up around here. South Point has gotten laid back with these guys. Yeah. Anything is kids, sure. Lassoed, sure. It's getting turned up around here. Uh, Chicago Bears receiver Allen Robinson told reporters Thursday that he plans to play Sunday against the Packers, adding, quote, everything is trending in the right direction. Robinson has missed the last three games with a hamstring injury. Not added to that uh, quote. Allen Robinson saying, can I get a quarterback in my career, please? Yeah. Once. Yeah, maybe it'll be Justin Fields. By the way, throwing to I Robinson. assume he's I assume he's coming back just to kind of put at least a little bit on tape for when he inevitably goes elsewhere. <laughs> so it's one of those. Seriously, if you're Allen Robinson after this year, aren't you like I don't care where I go, I just want it to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, I did it, or even a, or a guy that's on that trajectory, like wherever. One of the two things I need to ha- I have to be yeah. in one of those situations. Quick, quick review in college: Matt McGloin, Christian Hackenberg as a pro. Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, some version of Dalton Fields. Am I missing somebody? Maybe I am. Uh, Green Bay Packers coach Matt LaFleur said wideout Randall Cobb will be out a while with the core muscle injury he suffered in Week 12. So that uh, is one less receiver for, or one fewer receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, No problem this week. Packers are the biggest favorite on the board in Week 14. And then Melvin Gordon says uh, he feels like he'll be able to play this week. So he's trending in the right direction. But that that Pollard news was sort of the one that caught everybody off guard today. It was like, whoa, wait, what? Which is huge for the Cowboys because... Zeke doesn't really scare you as much, and and he's and he's apparently playing through whatever this. I mean, playing through his knee injury as well. So it's yeah. like not only has he lost a step, but he's playing through some sort of injury as well. So yeah, I mean, it was it was. I get it. In the era of running backs, don't matter. I just would rather have had that news before I had put that Cowboys ticket yeah. in my account. We're, you and I are oppo on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm on on Washington there. Hopefully, uh, for those who have Washington, for those who are Washington fans, Washington with a chance to get within one game of the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East. That is hard to uh, hard to even imagine. And as Kelly said earlier this week, I believe it was, imagine a scenario where three teams get to the playoffs from the NFC East. Cowboys, <laughs> like, Washington, Philly. As of today, that's yeah, a possibility. It's a possibility. Uh, and today has implications, right? This is a... It's not a mathematical elimination game for either the Steelers or the Vikings, but it is sort of de facto. If the Vikings lose, they'll fall. They'll fall to five and eight. That ain't good, considering even a run out the rest of the year would give them a nine and eight record. If the Steelers lose, the Steelers look. If you look at the, your typical playoff graphics of in the hunt, the Steelers look like they're much closer to it. They're the eighth seed right now in the AFC at six five and one. But honestly, their odds to get to the playoffs in the AFC are longer than that of the Vikings to get into the NFC postseason picture as of this moment before kickoff tonight. So huge for both of these teams. Yeah, and I just saw the look at this. Look at this lower third. Oh, I know this. This the, look so, at this lower third. So what, explain to me what you're what you're saying. <laughs> this is how they feel content. Is Kirk Cousins the problem for the Vikings? He's the second rated quarterback in the NFL behind Three Tom Brady. Three interceptions. Behind all Tom season. Brady. He's the second-rated quarterback in the NFL behind Tom Brady this year. 
And, was, and Kirk Cousins is the problem. Why couldn't some producer have been like, why don't you change that to Mike Zimmer? Yeah. <laughs> or or, or insert any other player here, yes. basically, than other than Kirk Cousins. That's just it's that's just so ridiculous. If the Vikings lose tonight, you you're on record. You think Mike Zimmer's gone tomorrow? It's. I always thought. I already thought he was gonna. Yeah. I should have should have been gone for sure. You lose this one. Got should have been gone. Got a clean house. All right. Not just one segment of props, but two in a row. First prop watch. And then Adam Levitan from Establish the Run, who has established quite the run on his props, NBA and NFL. Coming back, VC's primetime action. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN holiday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer. Those will sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that special sports better in your life. VSIN.com slash subscribe. By the way, it's December 9th. Christmas is uh, right around the corner. One twenty-five eighty-one Canadians. Well, so you guys need to I stepped on your get currency. on it because that that's that's fourteen more cents than yesterday. Exactly. So that's what I meant. Just saying. <laughs> we told you. Just we told, saying. We told, we told you it was a bargain yesterday. That's, that's that's a bargain. That's a bargain for me. I think I will buy some. Reference <laughs> anybody? No, anyone here? Youngins. Eddie Murphy, first album. He used to put comedy on albums. Albums, Kelly, on oh. vinyl. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Prop Watch. You didn't stream everything. No. What's that? Yeah. Prop Watch. Prop Watch. All right. Prop Watch. Steelers, Vikings, quarterbacks, Big Ben, 258 and a half. Kirk Cousins, 256 and a half. Wow. As close as it gets. Well, maybe not quite as close. You know what I mean? One and a half. The passing touchdowns for both. Both just slightly juiced to the over. And the picks uh, at a half, though Ben is over-juiced and Kirk Cousins juiced to the under. I've got Ben about 10 yards under that, but that's not really worth a bet because, again, considering there's a pretty wide range of outcomes, I think, for this game, right? Like, I think that if we saw this thing play close the whole way, I don't think we'd be surprised. And then also I don't think we'd be surprised at all if, if Minnesota got up in this and then the Steelers were playing some some version of comeback. And, you know, again, we've seen teams do this against Minnesota several times. And so with the kind of game script a little bit up in the air for me on that, I didn't I didn't want to go into the the passing yard stuff with these guys. This is really a game where no we all, we we just ask, what would surprise you here? Nothing would. No. Nothing. Steelers go up, wouldn't surprise. Yeah. Yeah, same with the Vikings. Let's go to the uh, receiving props um, for these two teams. Again, no surprise that Justin Jefferson and Deontay Johnson lead their respective teams. 93 and a half and seven and a half grabs for Justin Jefferson. We don't usually get much higher than seven and a half on these. Deontay Johnson, 82 and a half with a six and a half mark on receptions. Then you see everybody else below that for both teams. Yeah, I um, look. I talked about the KJ Osborne stuff earlier in the week. It's gone up two yards. It was at forty-one and a half uh, when we talked about it then. I believe that he has enough experience playing this kind of wide receiver three role for them that 
stepping in and having to be the wide receiver too. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have enough confidence in him to get him the ball. Um, I liked the over 41 and a half. I mean, it's only two more yards. I would still lean towards the over in that. And again, that also kind of correlates with where I am, where I think that this game is going to be, right? So I, I actually played the over just a, li- just a little bit on, on the over here. The more I dug into this, the more I kind of can see this game maybe being a little wonky, a, l- a little wacky. And so 43 and a half, it had started just plummeting a little bit too too far for me there. I, I think people were over overvaluing, one, the loss of Thielen, and then also just that this um, – I think people look at the Steelers defense and maybe still think the Steelers defense is that Steelers defense of last year, which it's not. Um, so went in and played a little bit of that. If that's the case, then KJ Osborne is certainly going to have to be a contributor in this game if for, if I'm going to get there with the over. So a um, couple of different re- reasons for me to lean there. Also just a slight, slight lean, I think, to the receptions over as well, only over three and a half, but not near as as strong as the over kind of on that yardage. All right, and then the rushing props for these teams, and yes – he is in there. Dalvin Cook is active. Najee Harris, 72.5 for the Steelers. Dalvin Cook muted, though, a bit here, 63.5. And, and then the old quarterback number, Kirk Cousins at 3.5 yards. Notice that Big Ben is not listed. 105.5 is a lot of yards. I mean, like, I understand that he's an every-down guy and an every-down back and all that, but, like, that's that's a – we're talking about a line that is typically reserved for, like, the very top of the – Top of the top, right? Like when we're talking about these these rushing receiving deals. So I think it's a natural lean to the under there from the Najee Harris standpoint, strictly based off the fact that, like I said, I mean, that's like a that's a McCaffrey-esque line, right? Like, and it's you know, Najee Harris hadn't proven to have the same quite that role. Yeah, I mean the same role and and certainly doesn't have the track record or whatever of a, of a Christian McCaffrey and things. So uh pretty natural lean for me there on that one. Um if I can find something like that around here, actually, I might might throw a little small piece in there. As far as the rushing yardage goes, the only thing you could do is play under on Dalvin Cook. You could yeah. never play over. Um, again, the guy separated shoulder 11 days ago. So, I mean, what are we doing here? Like, and, you're playing and, it over. And the books are tipping their hand on that a bit because, they, yes, they've listed Dalvin Cook, which you might not notice is they don't have Alexander Madison right. props listed. Yeah. And that is when I looked about 30 minutes ago, that was, that was DraftKings, That was points bet. That was MGM kind of all taking the same approach on this, where they were going to post a number for Dalvin cook and not post a number for Madison. And Matt, I, I would, my guess on that is I would be just cause if I was going to bet this, I would sooner bet over on Madison than I would bet under on cook just cause you know, Madison, and has a track record of being a good back anyway. So even if Cook played the entirety of the game, Madison might get, get enough carries to get close to his number anyways. Yeah, and, and that's the other reason why I think it's, it's it's under nothing on Cook because they saw, I mean, Madison was awesome filling in for him. So it's it's like, what are you, what are you doing here? Are you really going to give Dalvin Cook a full complement of snaps when he's coming back 11 days after separating his shoulder? I think that would be... Never mind. Is, I'm isn't talking the, about Zimmer here. So who, isn't the know. Madison thing though that if Cook like tries to play and then like you said earlier, Kelly, like he gets hit early or he gets banged up early or something goes where he's like, actually, I can't go tonight. It just protects them from losing every single Madison prop bet, essentially. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I think if they were posting a Madison number, I would I would be betting over it. Yeah. yeah. Because they won't post it too high in that case. And right. By the way, your Najee Harris season long. Do you still have seven and a half? Oh, Did you bet that? Yes. 
Seven and a half rushing touchdowns. This is going to be a sweat. It's five right now. It's five right now. I need three out of them. Three in five, in five games starting tonight. Which you would think easy, but like, just go back and look how the, like how he's performed game for game after game for the Steelers. It's completely different based on you know really based on the opponent and how they approach the game as far as what, how often they're going to you know run him or not, or if they're going to utilize him more in the passing game and just pass the ball more in general. He has yet to have a two touchdown game in this league. Uh, five rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Kelly is uh, only about the rushing touchdowns. Got him at rookie of the year, 10 to 1. You get a better number, obviously, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year seems to be settled ish at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't bet that. Really. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that. But you're, uh, we still got that Bill Belichick coach of the year at the bottom. That looks great at 22 to 1. That looks very nice. It's like that, that, that would be the, it's one of the best examples ever of like we, we spend all summer long talking futures in the NFL, right? Oh, yeah. And it's like, I made that bet two weeks ago. The, <laughs> the Belichick. The Belichick, 22 oh, to I, one. Dude, I say it all the time. Like, <laughs> it, you don't get extra points for the sexiness of calling it early. Right. You just don't. Sometimes you just get a much better number. Like uh, baseball was the greatest example, right? I got uh, you you could have gotten Robbie Ray for AL Cy Young at 35 to 1 at the beginning of September. I mean, yeah, it's silly. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Silly. But yeah. I, think, I think I had a Chiefs ticket at like eleven or eleven to one or fourteen to one or something last year that I bet like late November too after they yeah. lost like a couple games in a row, and then, you know then they go on a run. It's just I don't know. <laughs> like every sport, we try to like make the we, you know we we talk ourselves into bets sometimes. No, that, you, caught, that happens with what we do. The year the Dodgers lost to the Astros, I had I caught them right at their low point, right sixteen and 26, 25 to one. You'll never see this. What a bet this is! And they get all the way to the finish line, but don't get there. Don't get across it. Matt, there's a, there's a lot of questions on Twitter about where that eggnog is. Oh. Well, I, I didn't we did, didn't we decide we're going to we're going someone's going to make a run? <laughs> They're going to try. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's going it's going with a 2-hour thing we might have to redo. Oh man, I completely have forgotten about they, that. They got to get back right. here in the next half hour. So we, uh, you know what? Never mind. Tell them to take their time. You can, you can do ninety minutes. Yeah, I, I, I will say this. Take your time. I brought That's this right. up. I will say this. I brought this up at the at the gym today, and a one hundred and fifteen pound female told me that she could do it in an hour. She just keeps making up stuff. And no, she just keeps dating me. I promise me. you. A 115 pound female told me she could do it in an hour. And when I told her that it, you, that we gave you two hours, she was like. I'll do it for the uh, – then I'll do it for – I was like, you, well, yeah, uh, but you're not part of the – Did you weigh her with your eyes? But I'm like, you're not part of the <laughs> – like, you're not part of the thing. He's like – you weigh 115. <laughs> no, she said – she goes, I weigh 115 pounds. She's like, oh, okay. I'll, I, I'll, I can do it in an hour. So, just saying. Shaming you, man. Just saying. At the local gym. Felt like she really wanted to tell you that information. <laughs> no, I think – Separate what, from this. <laughs> I think what it comes. I'm, 115 no, I, I'm saying what I think what it comes down to is that you you need to this time needs to be shrunk, ninety minutes. Let's be great. a man. I, I love agreeing to a bet and then just be a man. Chop down from there. When, you're not going to get two hours anyway. They're not going to be. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. So you'll you'll It'd have be an, like hour an hour forty five. You have an hour and change basically. I want two fifty now. All right, we'll see when it gets here. See when the eggnog gets here. Maybe I need to make a run here, get some cash. Coming back, Adam, uh, Adam Levitan from Establish the Run on quite the props run. Curious if he has many tonight or just a select few. We know there's at least that. It's next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live. 
at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, Kelly, in search of eggnog. Is that being done? Do we know officially someone's going for that? No? Yeah, it's it's happening. Okay. Someone it, is, it will happen. Someone is going, going out a bit. for the nog. Stay tuned. That should be fun. Uh, it's one thing for us to do prop watch. It's another thing for this gentleman to chime in on some props. It's Adam Levitan from Establish the Run, co-founder of Establish the Run. You can follow him on Twitter at Adam Levitan, L-E-V-I-T-A-N. How you doing, man? You good? Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. How you guys doing? We're doing very well. If I may speak on behalf of everybody, Adam, we're doing very well. Uh, let's do the basketball ones first because that's uh, you've made your hay on basketball and then we want to uh, segue into some football. Uh, but you have a couple Russell Westbrook props you like tonight. Yeah, I think one thing that you can look for when looking at props is how the market adjusts or doesn't adjust enough for star players back. And so when LeBron plays, obviously Russell Westbrook's usage is going to take a hit. It's hard to say exactly how much, but there's a lot of historical data on when these guys have played together. And so we have Russ under nine and a half assists. We have Russ under 16 and a half assists plus rebounds tonight. And so I think that it's hard for Russ, who is used to being an alpha, to get used to playing with. LeBron, I think the rates are going to suffer a bunch there. Like, I just don't see LeBron deferring to Russ a ton. And so these are the kind of things as we get more towards midseason that we can look for. Guys coming back, how are the markets responding? Adam, you're going to love this um, as a guy who uh, who, who likes some some wacky props and different things like that. Adam was the uh, – if you if you guys remember when I was telling the story of, of a buddy of mine that played the ex-professional – Tennis player with a with a frying pan oh, and right, whatever. Right, and yeah, right, so that right. was that was Adam. And oh. so, yeah, so Adam, Adam was the guy that they played. Um, so our, our producer Kelly here, and it, since you don't know the background, I want you to give a, a fair line here. To drink a half a gallon of eggnog, mm-hmm. what, what what's the time frame? What's the what's a what's a fair line there? What's the time frame? This is uh, alcoholic eggnog, guys. No, no, correct? no, a non-alcoholic eggnog. A non-alcoholic yes. eggnog, half gallon. Yeah, half gallon. Uh, you should be able to do that in uh, – I'll set the line at uh, 67 and a half seconds. Uh, ladies, do you see this? Wow. And this guy wants two gonna, hours. This just changed everything. This guy wants two hours to it do it. It didn't change anything because you guys agreed to this last <laughs> night. This guy wants two hours to do it. I didn't agree with anything. Two I was hours. doing the show. Yes. This guy wants <laughs> two hours to do it. I two mean, hours. I know. I know. What do you – what are you going to do with the other hour and 59 minutes? That's what I said. Like, I could drink uh, I could drink a half gallon of antifreeze in, in two hours. So, like, <laughs> it'd be okay. Like, I mean, and be, be fine. Boys and girls, don't try that at home. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I you know. know. This yes, is, uh, yes. Look, this deal was already made. I, I'm just, I'm not looking to vomit back here tonight, Adam. Oh, we're looking for vomit. <laughs> I, yeah, and I know what you guys are looking yeah. for, yeah. All right, Adam. So, we got a uh, we got a kickoff here in about an hour. What are you looking at tonight on the, uh, on the prop side from this football game? Yeah, so uh, a lot of the stuff that we saw in this game were overs, Mm -hmm. which, you know, makes me a little bit uncomfortable, but it was so low on the KJ Osborne stuff. And again, like I just talked about with LeBron, you know, stuff is definitely thinner out there. I mean, we're seeing like nothing in our back end on unders, almost nothing in our back end on unders that look like slam dunks anymore. But on this over stuff, I mean, with Adam Thielen out, I don't think people realize how much KJ Osborne is going to play tonight. I think KJ Osborne will run a route on roughly 100% of Kirk Cousins dropbacks tonight. And so that leaves a pretty big ceiling. Now this line, we got a 34 and a half minus 115. There's a big middle opportunity. If you got that 34 and a half, I think you can get some 43 and a half at plus money now on KJ Osborne. I personally don't really believe in middling too much. I'd rather just go for it. Um, but I, I understand if people want to. And so you can find a pretty nice gap there just by getting on stuff early. And then Kirk Cousins attempts, I mean, just really low 
for Kirk Cousins, 31 and a half in this spot in a dome um, with, with Dalvin Cook somewhat banged up, maybe, probably, uh, although Dalvin looks like he is going to play. And so, yeah, those were two that we took, two overs there. Adam, this is probably going to lead to some DFS questions from Matt, but I'm just curious, a guy like you who I'm, I'm sure played season-long fantasy at one point with your buddies, do you still are they, do they still allow you in their leagues, or are they like, wait, wait, you're not playing with us anymore? No, of course. I'm in uh, a league with my friends from high school that's been going on since, God, I graduated high school in 2000, so what's that, 21 years? And I'm in a league uh, with my friends from Penn State also, you know, and, and that's what fantasy football season-long to me should be. Like, it, it should be a social thing, stay in touch with people, and and, you know, uh, talk smack to each other. I think my days of grinding season long for a profit were ill spent because your yeah. hourly is like incredibly low. I mean, it takes a lot to grind waivers and trades and and really grind it hard. And so when you add up what you can win in season long and there's some higher stakes stuff now, I think. But even then, like the hourly just can't compare to what you could do in DFS or props. Adam, on the DFS side, I'm looking at the projections over on on y'all's site, and um, from a from a DraftKings perspective, it's a couple of ugly names at the top with Taysom Hill and Cam Newton as being the uh, the, the biggest values there. Uh, you know, Taysom with the with the mallet finger and and all that, and then Cam just uh, being basically the the nut low uh, at the quarterback position. But I assume that we're I assume that we're factoring in one just opponent here and then also the rushing upside and different things like that. Is that kind of what we're getting at with with like a Taysom and a Cam look? Yeah, well, I mean, Taysom's practice in full two straight days. So I have to think that the finger is at least, you know, in reasonable shape for Taysom. But anytime you get a quarterback who can run for 100 yards in a football game, as Taysom did last week, people underestimate how much that matters in fantasy because Taysom with one finger, I mean, for most of that game through for what, 230, 240 yards last week. And so it, it's kind of hard for these quarterbacks to fail when they can give you 50, 60 rushing yards. I mean, I saw Taysom Hill's prop come up at 54 and a half rushing yards. I mean, if you think that's his median, which we actually kind of think that it is close to his median there. I mean, my God, you know, the ceiling is, is massive. He can get anything going with his arm and, and cam scares me more, man. Cam, uh, you know, there's a reason cam was on the street for so long. Like cam clearly is not a thrower anymore, but Cam around the goal line, like he could be like among the league leaders in rushes from inside the five yard line. And so all that red zone rushing is factored in to Cam's projection as well. They both have incredible matchups, Jets and Falcons, obviously. So on the uh, on the running back side of things this week, when you look, are are you thinking here that um, people saw what happened to the Bills this past week, and so Lenny is just going to be r- ridiculously highly owned because people are going to say, oh well, that happened last week, so obviously the Bucks are going to do that yet again. Is that is that one of those deals where you just you, it's like an auto fade, even though even though it is a, probably a pretty good spot. Yeah, no, I mean, I, the thing with Lenny is that it used to be Gio Bernard would play pass downs, and it used to be Ronald Jones would mix in on some early downs. Now, they don't even play those guys. I mean, Gio Bernard's running like one, two, three routes a game, which is like nothing. I mean, Lenny's playing almost every snap. They have no confidence in Ronald Jones. So when you have someone like Tom Brady who throws at running backs at such a high rate on all downs, not just pass downs, then you also have so many goal line opportunities that the Bucks offense generates. I think Lenny is a pretty good play. Every week, his price on DraftKings has now gotten to a point where it's a little bit uncomfortable at 7,400. Like, I don't think he's going off for 30 or 40 points because they are going to be among the league leaders in throw rate in the red zone. But still, I, I wouldn't say that Lenny is like a bad play but by any stretch here against against the Bills. 
what's the what's the sneaky shootout game of the week? You know, we can typically always kind of hone in on two or three games that we know everyone's going to be focusing in on. So we're going to try to look at a different game here. Maybe we can get some upside yeah. that people aren't going to be on. What, what what game is that this week? You think? Yeah, I think both Cincinnati and San Francisco want to be run heavy. Um, that doesn't mean that they will be right. So like all it takes is one Jamar Chase 80 yard touchdown to completely flip the game on its head. You know, all it takes is one George Kittle 60 yard break to flip the game and turn it into a shootout. So there's not gonna be a big total on San Francisco, Cincinnati. I, I that will keep people down. I mean, so many DFS people are building through totals and team totals. Now, I think what, what you miss by building exclusively through totals and team totals is that outlier outcomes happen and you have players on both sides in San Francisco and Cincinnati that can speed the game up. And that's really what you're looking for. Adam, last thing, um, you know, a game like tonight's Vikings and the Steelers from a betting perspective, I said last night, you know, if this was a game amongst an entire window of games Sunday morning, I probably wouldn't even look twice at it because it's a standalone game. You're forced to sort of look at it a few times I still didn't come up with a preflop bet either on on the uh, side or the total. I'm curious with your props. Do you do you feel any outside pressure to sort of force something in a standalone? Uh, not only do I agree that there's some pressure to force stuff just to get have us get a sweat and have our our people get a sweat, but also I think that the books feel pressure. I mean, there's lines on Zach Gentry yeah. tonight, and I'm sure most people listening probably don't know who Zach Gentry is, but the books would never put up Zach Gentry on a main slate, but because it's an island game, they have props up for every single player. So we've done really well on Thursday nights with some of these, like, obviously we're going to price stuff better for four stringers and, and fifth stringers than the books are. And so, yeah, I, I like the Island games for that reason, for sure. All right. Adam Levitan, co-founder, established the run. Appreciate it, Adam. Thanks so much, man. Good luck tonight. Hey, let me know how the eggnog goes. Good luck guys. <laughs> we will. We will. 67 seconds. See, I heard nothing after that. An hour. N- no, no. You guys agreed to it. We're sticking with I don't have First to. First of all, I agreed to nothing. I was doing the show while you guys were agreeing to something. I'm sorry. Okay. We, told, we agreed to this. Yeah. I, I don't have to drink the egg. For those I don't that didn't really get care the, that much. The, for those that didn't get the so 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 Adam and I done some betting stuff and everything in the past, whatever we did this thing called the gambling Olympics together. And then we also um he he also has gone on and, and I told Gil about all of this, but so he played tennis in high school. Mm-hmm. But you know, not like since, you know, so I mean, he was well into his 30s having not played really. And then there was this guy that used to play professionally, low level professional, but still professionals, pro. professionals, a pro. Adam played him. Adam got a tennis racket. The other guy got a frying pan. Frying pan one. Steaks? Frying pan. So there was there was hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> involved because there were so many people betting into That's it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Coming back, more football next. Visa's primetime action. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime action. Matt and Kelly screaming at each other. Would you like to share with everybody why you're screaming at each other? This Matt just, you know, he makes a deal and then keeps trying to change I, I, the deal. Hey, hey, hey. Blasphemy. So we still have not settled the, the parameter? It's just when it arrives, he's got, he has till the end of the show to drink it. All right. Betting splits still available to you at VEASAN. You should check them out at VEASAN.com. Splitting bets! 
That's right. You should absolutely do it. Before you make your next bet, check it out. Current, uh, current betting splits data. The new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. There you go. All right. Tonight, the Vikings and the Steelers. Let's take a look at some AFC North odds while we're at it because the uh, Steelers are the eighth seed currently. Remember, seven get in per conference. Steelers eighth at 6-5-1. and one. What about their AFC North odds? What about the odds for the Ravens, Bengals, and Browns, for that matter? A very scrunched-up division. Ravens at the top at 8-4. and four. Browns at the bottom at 6-6. Six and six. But I love the Browns this week against the Ravens. Browns coming off the bye. Ravens not so much coming off a, uh, a loss last week in the closing moments to the Steelers. So the Ravens still minus 140 to win the division. Bengals one game back, plus 225. Steelers one and a half back, 14 to 1. Browns two back, 6 to 1. So the Steelers, despite being in third place, the long shot and by some margin. And what, a, what, an interesting, what an interesting division this has turned out to yes. be, right? Yeah. The only problem is, is like the Ravens probably it is rightful like i mean rightfully the price is minus 140 but it's just I, but who would want to have no confidence that, in that team yeah. whatsoever like well, none i was going to say so so if you look at the yes no playoffs right the, the steelers are the longest shot of the bunch based on all all the other things too so it's all consistent across the board but the ravens are the ravens no is the same is the same as the steelers yes and we tend to think oh the steelers are absolutely not making the playoffs do we also i mean the ravens is the exact same price to miss what what AFC no do you like better? The Ravens no to make the playoffs with like the Bills no to make the playoffs. Somebody's not making it of of the teams that are conventionally thought to be headed there. Yeah. I mean I, I, I keep wanting to say the Ravens. I, I just keep wanting to say I'm so, so, so down on this team. Like I just do not like this team at all. I mean, there's just the, the makeup of it. Now Marlon Humphrey goes down. Like, it's just like... So Jeff Schwartz, the former NFLer who now has his own podcast, is on Fox Sports and, and Sirius, was on the Megapod mm-hmm. today. And he, he stopped. When we talked about the Ravens, he goes, guys, this team is so banged up. Yeah. Like, it, 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 he kept repeating it. They're so banged up. Yeah. So your be- now yeah. your best. So you already had lost your best defensive player. Now you've lost the remaining best defensive player. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, mm-hmm. so it's just like it's this trickle down thing. It was like okay, you already lost your best player. Now you've just lost your second best player. It, 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 these compounding things are eventually catch up to you know. So I, I could not bet on on the Ravens. I mean, I understand they've got the lead. That's there's a lot to be said for that. Cincinnati has a tough schedule remaining. Of course, I mean Cleveland could do a lot. This week, they can do a lot this week. If you gave the Ravens with those remaining five games at Browns, home Packers, at Bengals, home Rams, home Steelers, good God. Man. If you gave them a two and three right now, would they take it? Like, if you gave them truth serum. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, obviously publicly. But if you gave them truth serum and you're like, we'll give you a two and three, you'll finish ten and seven, I think they would take it in a heartbeat. Your, your Ravens-Bills question, is that's a great question because the no price on the Ravens right now, plus 350, and it's plus 330 on the Bills is what it's come down to. And their schedule is much easier. Yeah, but you've got the – so you, if you look at – if you break, really break down the, the standings, the problem, the problem the Bills have especially is they're not going to beat – 
If it comes down to a, co- a conference record tiebreaker, they're going to lose it to almost anybody. They're five. They're five hundred in conference. Um, I mean, I guess besides if the Chiefs fall into that category, who are somehow below five hundred. Yeah, because head in terms of the wild card positions, head to head between two teams is the first tiebreaker. Right. If it's a three-way tiebreaker, then it's a sweep of a head-to-head if that's applicable. But then it does get to conference record. Yeah. So it's something you always got to keep in the back of mind. And I guess that's where it's like I, the Ravens are one full game ahead of them. I, I think I'd, if I had to bet one of those no's, it'd probably be the Bills just because they are one game behind right now and have and face that tiebreaker issue. But the schedules do or the schedules are vastly different. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment because I don't know this to be a fact, but I keep saying 12 teams of 16 in the AFC right now have four, five, or six losses. This deep into the season, I am hard-pressed to remember a time when more teams were within two games of each other, 12 deep into a season. Actually, uh, it's after seeing the two schedules back, easily the one I like better is the Ravens No. The Ravens, no. Than the Bills. I would agree. Because yeah. the Ravens could lose every one of those games. They could. They could go. They legit could go yeah. 0-6 down the stretch. Right. They could lose every one of those games as to where the Bills have a couple of soft landing spots where they're not going to lose both. You know, like they're not going to lose every one of the, the soft landing spots, right? Like, they – we certainly are not jumping up and down about the Bills, but they're not going to lose all of those those soft games. I mean, look, they've got they get they get Falcon they, they get Falcons, Jets, and Panthers, right? They like, got a they're soft, not going to lose all three. Of them. Yeah, they got a soft landing spot after this week yeah. with the Panthers at home. If I mean, if they lose that game, they got bigger problems than missing. Miss right, the right. Playoff. Then us worrying about yeah, yeah. Seriously, that's like do you start yeah. making a coaching change yeah. at that point? Like they're going to be calling for McDermott's head. But it's like so you get past the Bucks and you know there's there's Panthers, Falcons, and Jets still all left at, on that all at home too. Yeah, yeah, yeah still no. still left on that schedule for them. And then like. They are not going to lose all three of those. Right. That's, that's not going to happen, you know. So, but I, I honestly believe. I mean, the, the Ravens could easily lose all of those games. Yeah, going back to the truth serum thing. If you gave the Bills truth serum and you said we'll give you a three and two, they might just be like, no, that's not good enough. We can do better than that, yeah. right? And I'm saying with yeah. the Ravens, if you gave them a two yeah. and three, they would take it. They'd be no, like, yeah, give yeah, it to no, me. you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. But of course, the Ravens are eight and four, and the Bills are seven and five. You have to throw that into the equation too, right? So it's. And we're just doing those two teams. We could be talking about the Bengals and the Titans and the Colts and everybody else, too, you know, in this conversation. And, and, and people wondering about that game this week, um, just of note, because we were bringing that up yesterday, that it was just such an in, intriguing game, an interesting game, and there were so many qu- clouds and question marks. So uh, T. Higgins did return to practice today for the Bengals. It was of a limited fashion, but again, if you if you DMP on Wednesday, then you limit it on Thursday, you're, that's that's good. You're taking a step in the right direction. And also, and this is, again, you know, beat writers, they're going to say what they're going to say. But Burrow practiced on Thursday, throwing several balls without any tape or a glove on his injured pinky finger. So he might have a super pinky. <laughs> that was your takeaway from it? Yes. Did you respond? You're like, I think he has a super pinky. Basically, he might, he might have a super pinky because it was dislocated, you know, and now it's like, his, nah, he's throwing fine. His pinky's not built like that. that. Yes. That's a tough game this weekend. Like, if I knew, you know, if you if you knew that pinky was going to be fine, I'd be all over teasing this Bengals side. Huh? I, 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 same. Because here's the thing. The 49ers don't have an, enough people to cover everybody. Was I was holding off, too, to see what this Higgins situation was going to be and see what – because, like – 
Here's the deal. Josh Norman is going to have to cover one of these guys. Why is this moving the 49ers way? Do we know about Debo here? So he was. See, I think this was. I think this was a little. Some people getting a little, uh, a little, a little optimistic on this one because he. So he was out at practice today, but then when the when the uh, injury report came out today, he was officially listed as a DNP. So you got no Joe Mixon though. He hasn't practiced. Right, but it's his. It's not injury. It's yeah, it's illness, illness. and it's yeah. not in COVID. So he's. You know, he's got the sniffles. But you never. Well, that, that's what we talk about with all these markets and stuff. And it's like you don't know what move moves lines sometimes these days. And I want. I just wonder if sometimes on Thursdays people are at home seeing. Okay, Joe Mixon didn't practice. Yeah. Let me hop on the Niners. I, I, it's just it's well, tough to read. You these know, these I, I didn't pull the trigger on Cincinnati yet because I was waiting to see what this was going to look like from a from a Higgins issue. So now, if you have if you have Higgins, Boyd, and Chase all out there, again, Josh Norman's going to have to cover one of those three guys. Like. Good luck. Josh Norman is a shell of himself at this point. Like, I, he was a shell by the time he got to D.C. Yeah, like Burrow like. is going to just throw at him uh, with whoever he's covering. Like, it's just going to be like that guy is going to get the ball heading in his direction. Like, it's just over and over and over and over again. Like, if if all three of the guys are healthy, all three of the receivers are healthy or something like that, like I can see probably coming in on a on a Bengals side here because it's just there's just not enough, just not enough personnel on this 49ers team to to cover these these three wide receivers when you have a team that has three legitimate weapons like the like like the Bengals do. If like you it. had to make a bet on that to win the division market, AFC North back to that. Yeah. What would you bet? Because I don't even I don't I don't even know what the heck I would bet right now. Like the Bengals schedule isn't exactly easy to No, theirs is team. not easy. The Browns bet is not out of the question. It's still not dead. It's, it's not, not dead. dead. I know our it's futures are I thought they were dead. Yeah. Because if they win that Ravens game all of a sudden yeah. I mean yeah. they're one out. Get her done, Browns. Six to one. Cleveland Get her Browns. done. Man, oh man. What are they going to do with Baker Mayfield after the season? That's a whole different story. We'll come back. We will uh, recap all of Adam Levitan's prop bets. Some NBA tips at the uh, top of the hour as well. He's got some props in the NBA as well. We'll do that. We'll tell you everything we've got tonight on the run-up to the Vikings. and. 